Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is now time for the weekly wrap where we take a look at the most talked about headline this week. I'm Elliot Danker and today we're talking about Comfort Delgro, Singapore's largest taxi operator. You would have heard this in the news, uh, even discussions yesterday on air. Well, they announced that it'll increase their flag down fare and other surcharges to help cabbies defray higher operating costs. We're looking at the fleet excluding limousines. We'll see a 50 cent increase in flag down fares and a 0.01 cent increase for distances and waiting times to 0.26 cents. Now, new peak hour surcharge implemented from 10 a.m. to 1.59 p.m. on Saturdays, Sundays, and public holidays. And all this comes into effect 6 a.m. December 13th. Does this really need to happen, though, is the question. On the line with me is Walter Thesera, who is Associate Professor Economics and Head Master of Management, Urban Transportation Program for Singapore University of Social Sciences. Professor, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Hey, good afternoon. Good to be here. Good to speak with you again. And again, we're talking about transport. This is your specialty. How was the last time you took a cab? They raised your fares, Comfort Delgro, that is, back in March 2022. It's uh, about a year plus plus later. Is it a surprise to see one so soon? Uh, you know, it's not too surprising because there are several factors going on here. One is that, you know, we have this continuing supply and demand mismatch after COVID. There's a lot of demand for taxis and uh, ride-hire vehicles, especially since you know, tourism has come back. But uh, there's not enough supply during peak hours and the economy is doing well. So drivers have got other opportunities. The, the fares need to be high enough to convince them to do it. We've also seen, of course, an increase in the overall cost of living. We've had more inflation in the last two years than almost the entire decade before. And wages outside of cab driving has also gone up significantly, about a 10% increase in a nominal wages in the last two years or so overall. So, you know, basically, taxi drivers, they need better earnings. Otherwise, you're not going to drive a taxi anymore and then we won't have that supply at all. Mm, Fair enough. Actually, Professor, if you don't mind, I just want to get a very separate thought about this driving taxi things, right? The fact that these fares go up, what kind of messaging does it send to the gig economy? I know it's slightly out of the realm of transport. Yeah, so if we talk about the gig economy in general, right, uh, taxi driving, uh, private hire, also delivery and so on, but actually the wages there, the earnings need to keep if of the rest of the economy. Because everybody in the gig economy job, they generally also are in the market for other jobs, for full-time jobs and the rest of the economy. And when things are going well, when you've got a labor crunch as we are, and have been right now, then they find the job opportunities more attractive and they start leaving the gig economy. Mm-hmm. And so that comes responded that by raising the rate, raising the prices and so on, because otherwise you won't have the labor necessary to do the jobs. So let's see the increase that differs from the one in 2022. Professor, we compare both hikes. <laughs> uh, which do you think is more drastic? So, you know, the 2022 increase, that was actually a bit more weighted towards the distance fare. I think it was about 20 cents for the flag down on average and about 2 to 3 cents for distance, you know, a distance segment, right? But this particular set of increases is heavier on the flag down. I think it's 50 cents for flag down and 1 cent for distance. So, actually, when you look at it overall, it's not too different in terms of the percentage increase for standard tax, right? When you add up all of the increases, we're looking at something close 
rose to about 15% overall over the last two years. So it's mm. a pretty hefty increase, but each increase is about the same in magnitude, actually. Mm. Just a bit of a follow-up on my earlier question about the gig economy. And, and again, this is more of a, a social question. Your opinion, Professor, do you think this decision is more a business-skewed decision or a social decision? Or a social decision that's convenient for a business decision? You know, for, for the gig economy platforms and also for taxi companies, it's actually both. Okay. And the reason why I say it's both is that they need to balance two things, right? They need to make sure that basically they're offering a good enough earnings so that people actually want to do their job. In the taxi company's case, so that people want to sign up to be a taxi driver and rent a taxi. Now, why do they want to do that? Of course, they care about the taxi drivers, but they also make their living from the taxi driver rentals. They need to have the earnings from taxi drivers be attractive enough so that they're renting out all of their vehicle fleet. And when it happens, of course, if uh, there's enough demand for renting a taxi, then eventually company like Comfortable can raise taxi rental rates. So in reality, it's actually both. You, you want to keep the earnings good and you mm. want to take some of that at some point, you know, in the form of higher rentals or commissions in the case of the other platforms and so on. They've also got this new uh, evening peak hour surcharge. Uh, they're extending it by an hour. So 5 p.m. to 11.59 p.m. So, you know, I, I know people who intentionally work late to escape the peak hour, I guess they've caught on to that rationale then. Yeah, I think what's going on here is uh, there's actually been a bit of a change, I think, in yeah. how people travel, yeah. what time they really you know, travel, uh, to have work from home, flexible work, and so on. And the whole of this peak surcharge is to try to balance supply and demand. Because if you don't apply the peak surcharge, what happens if you get a lot of people unhappy, they can't actually find any vehicles at all. You know, the price isn't high enough to convince the drivers to be on the road. And in the ride-hailing market, that's actually much more dynamic in the taxi market in terms of when the peak is. Because Anytime you've got too many people trying to get a ride, then you get search fares. And I think what's been happening is the search fares have already been happening earlier yeah. and earlier in the day. So the meter fare needs to change to keep up. Yeah, actually, who is this really targeting, if you think about it? Because I had this conversation with some friends and they're going, wait, who hails a cab anymore? You can still get a cab via one of these ride-hailing apps. So is it more targeted at people who don't have the app, people who queue up at places like Lucky Plaza where the taxi line is still quite long? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Because what's going on here is uh, the taxi driver, they have a choice to make themselves available on a metered fare or they can make themselves available primarily through a booking. And in the booking market, prices have already gone up for all of these things, right? Prices have gone up because of surge pricing. They've already gone up on weekends and so on because of high demand. And if you don't adjust the metered fare, the taxi drivers won't want to offer themselves a metered service. Mm. And you know, because of that, even if you want to get the flag down, you just can't. Nobody will make themselves available. So I think this is necessary to try to keep some parity. Otherwise, you want a metered service. Okay, okay. Prime Taxi seems to indicate to the Straits Times that they're also going to raise their fares. Are we expecting other taxi operators to follow? Yeah, historically, what we've seen the market do is the smaller operators, they tend to follow the lead of the largest player, which is Comfortable Grow. So, of course, everybody sets prices independently, but when they see that CDG is doing a rate hike, they look at their own uh, numbers and they say, okay, should we match it? Should we do something yeah. very similar? Yeah. And the reason why they have to do it is the market for taxi rentals, taxi drivers vote with their feet. If a taxi driver believes that he or she is going to get better earnings, you know, switching to a different taxi company with a different fast they're going to switch. So, you know, that, that's basically what happens. And for passengers, I think a lot of us don't wait for the right taxi to come along. We just take the nearest taxi. Yeah. So there's not much effect in the passenger side. So yeah. 
Quite for the taxi operators they have to follow because they have to keep it competitive for their drivers. Mm, and here comes the million dollar question, which I'm sure you've been trying to answer to some of your friends in your social circle. After this move, does it mean that the ride hailing apps are going to start thinking and could possibly adjust their prices as well? So I think what has actually happened is the ride hailing apps were the leaders changing their prices even before this adjustment by metered fares by comfort or grow. And you see, there's a bit of a difference here in how the different markets work in terms of prices. Yeah. Uh, for the metered fare, they actually have to publish the change in the fares in advance and get them approved and so on. Basically, the fares are set by the market, but there's a requirement that they're actually posted publicly in advance. Okay. But for uh, ride-hailing bookings, there's no such requirement. The only requirement is at the point of booking, you have to know what the fare is transparently. But that means that ride-hailing platform can change fares anytime they want and the fares have already been creeping upward yeah. because of surges and so on and so forth. But the reality is I think this is the metered market catching up the right hailing rather than this is something they're going to set off a new round of uh, increases in, in right hailing fares. Yeah, welcome to Singapore. We'll wait for that uh, cost of living report that'll come out shortly. <laughs> We've been speaking with uh, Walter Tessera who is Associate Professor Economics and Head Master of Management Urban Transportation Program at Singapore University of Social Science. Prof, as always, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Friday evening. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.